Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. But uh, I want to talk to Professor Mary Higgins at the National Maternity Hospital. Professor Higgins, you are in favour of the move and in favour of everything being signed off over the next day or two. Uh, as, as far as I know, you are anyway 100% in favour of it. Are you? Good morning. Good morning and good morning to all your listeners. Um, I, I want to say, PJ, I have to say, as a culture working in Dublin, I find it very satisfying to say to your listeners in Cork and Gary and everywhere that this is the one time that Dublin wants what Cork already has. And I worked as a doctor in the South Infirmary in the Vic 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was when the Erinville and Finbars were still the maternity units. And I think anybody who attended there would know that there were amazing people working there, fantastic teams, but in an old, old building. And now that we've got COMH, so the Cork University Maternity Hospital that's out in Wilton, situated right beside Cork University Hospital itself, people can see the difference. And anyone who's maybe had a birth or have had their children then seen their grandchildren being born in CMH will see the difference and see why we would like to move. As you say, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with mm. that. But it's a public hospital on public land run by the public health system. Different. Different beast. And they're just, but there's, that's not to say that voluntary hospitals aren't, haven't got a role to play and voluntary hospitals have done an awful lot of good for the state. And if we were going to make Olive Street and Vincent's entirely public, it would be a cost of a huge amount of money and for not huge benefits. So the argument that people have is make it public so we can guarantee particular services. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to get down to the crux of it, what people are worried about are essentially termination of pregnancy services, something that I, amongst other people, um, and many thousands of people advocated strongly for in the 2018 referendum. And we advocated because it was the right thing for women and families and people. Mm-hmm. And there would be other services too, to be that. fair, Professor. There would be other services. Absol- oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Listen, like, it's a small part of our work, but it seems to be the one that people are really incensed about that they want to protect. And it seems to be the one that people are worried that with this this concern about Catholic influence, that that will be the one that will be dropped. Or that um, transgender care, so gender-affirming surgery, mm-hmm. would be dropped. Or that fertility care would be dropped. And that's what people are worried about. And we can say absolutely unequivocally that we have no concerns about that at all. 
mm. for any of the clinicians. That's how can you say that, Professor Higgins? How can you say that when there is a box, and I'm using it as a figurative term, there is a box of paperwork that nobody has seen between the Vatican involving communication with the paper nuncio and the St. Vincent's Hospital Group. And yes, the nuns may be gone, and that's fine, but the Vatican was consulted here. We don't know what's in the that nuns. box. We don't know what's and in that box. And I don't... Do you know what? I do, do we need to know what's in yes, that I box? I can do. tell you. As, no, I disagree entirely. I, as a clinician working in the hospital, have never felt the effect of the nuns, have never felt the effect of the Vatican, never, not a single time and I've worked between Hollis Street and Vincent's mm. and I come out to Vincent's and I see people in intensive care I've performed terminations out there we have looked after people in all sorts of issues I've never had an issue with it this and yet Dr Boylan said it's been 40 years to defend it off yes but you know Dr Boylan is retired now and he's not working anymore so his concerns are for his concerns but they're not shared by the clinicians working in the hospital they're not shared by the midwives all of the midwives the directors of the midwifery in every unit in the hospital, in the country have said this needs to happen and they don't have concerns that are being raised by a sm- by a small proportion of people and there is a huge amount of pain there there is a huge amount of pain for what's happened with the Catholic Church. Of course. But I would actually argue that this is bringing religion into an area that we never saw religion before. Mm. See, and that's there's a murky history there, Professor, and, and people are very mindful of that murky history. And, and, and they don't want anything to do with the slightest possibility that it could rear its ugly head again. And isn't that why it's absolutely wonderful that Vincent's is now a secular hospital and the nuns are gone. And Hollis Street will be a secular hospital when we go. At the moment, we actually have our, the chair of our board is the Archbishop of Dublin. That will be gone when we move out and the Vincent's and the, and the Hollis Street DAC, the, the board under which we work, the, the, the um, constitution under which we work will be a secular constitution. And that gives us even more protection. Yeah. So even though as a clinician, I'm saying it has never been an issue for me, not once, it's not an issue for the nurses, it's not midwife, nice. for the midwives, the medical scientists, for anybody, that gives further protection. And also that we have to provide the service. It's literally written into the, that we have to provide these services. What would you prefer Amongst yourself? Would else. you prefer state ownership or would you prefer the situation as presents itself? I don't think we need to have state ownership to That's guarantee that we're, this is going to Which be, would you prefer? No, no. I'm going to say to you, I don't think we need to have state ownership. And I think this is actually leading people in the wrong direction. Because again, if we go back to the most controversial thing, which is termination of pregnancy, mm-hmm. that is not provided in HSE, in all the HSE hospitals. The voluntary hospitals and CUMH were the first people to start providing the care. The HSE hospitals, there's a lot, so there's several of them that still aren't providing full care. Now they're getting better, they're coming along, there's an extra four hospitals coming along, yeah. but it is a misnomer and it's wrong to say to people that it's making this public will guarantee. It is absolutely the wrong thing mm. to say. What? And I really find it very annoying to say that the, there's going to be a Catholic influence when I have never seen it in all my years of working why 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 do you or do you have you ever asked yourself the question as to why the religious order and i guess we accept the nuns are no longer walking the corridors but the religious order had to transfer and and do this deal why didn't they just gift it why not just gift it over and say we're done we're out of here 
Why, why are you complicated? Uh, why give, give the land to yeah. this? Now, again, I'm not a solicitor and I'm not a property expert. I'm on this as a clinician. Sure, sure, sure. But my understanding is that the, so when you look at the map, and I don't know if you've seen the map um, of Vincent's, where Hollis Street is going to be, it's right in the middle of the area of the land. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be pipes and there's going to be service work, works and there's going to be services that are going to be shared with it. So, for instance, the land we are going to be moving to is not empty at the moment. There was a dermatology clinic there. There was the old pharmacy there. They were moved out for enabling works. And hopefully, hopefully, if when I fingers crossed that tomorrow will work, that hopefully then we will move onto that land, which means that we have discommoded people. So we will be giving services back to Vincent. So it's going to be shared land and it's a collegial relationship, just like we have at the moment. Yeah. We have very, I mean, yesterday I was talking to colleagues of mine who are going to be presenting today um, to the health committee colleagues from Vincent's people I've worked with for years and years and years that we have shared um, we've shared conversations, we've shared patient care together and that is the kind of collegial conversations that we wish to continue. Yeah, yeah. you've no concerns at all then about the nature of the deal. Genuinely, and that's why, and we had concerns over the years. We have been, everything that people have been hearing about for the last while, we've been going through those as well. So we very much wanted to have our own ring-fenced area that if we had wards that were dedicated for women's health, they would be kept to be dedicated for women's health. That if there was a trolley crisis, that we wouldn't be expected to use up our beds for people who were sick that we could keep doing gynecology care because as you know and I'm sure you've said it before PJ on your the waiting list for gynecology yeah. women's health is deplorable isn't it, it is. so we want to keep operating we want to be able to provide outpatient care we want to be able to provide the most up to date care we want to have a robot like CUMH have mm-hmm. we want to be as good as CUMH we want I'm telling you Dublin wants what Cork already yeah. has mm, yeah one would hope that the clinicians, and I know there's 51 or 52 clinicians have all said, look, let's make this happen. And I read an interview with your master there, uh, Professor Shane Higgins, uh, in The Independent a few days ago. And, and he said there are a lot of myths out there at the moment. One would hope that we wouldn't be in a situation, Professor, that maybe in five or ten years' time, we wouldn't be sitting down going, Christ, what did we do in 2022? What did we do? No, and that's the thing, isn't it? That we first of all, we can't look into the future. If we had thought five years ago about the pandemic, we wouldn't have believed it, would we? Yeah. So we can't, can't we can't look at everything. But as much as we can control it, we have tried to future proof that, and that includes things like. The other area that people had of concern was the clinically appropriate services. Yes. We would argue, and people are worried, well, that means that someone can interpret that and would have legal cases. That's not how we interpret it at all. We're saying clinically appropriate for women's health, for babies' health, for transgender people's help, health, health. We're arguing that it's also future-proofing, that there might be things I'm doing at the moment that I'm providing care that will be unacceptable in 20 years' time. There might be procedures that we don't even know about that might make it much easier. Yeah. Like so, for example, procedures based on genetic gene- genetic alterations, you know, absolutely, or simple things like you know, if someone had heavy periods thirty years ago, they ended up having hysterectomy, which is a huge operation with, mo- with a lot of morbidity, taking time off work, recovering all the rest. Nowadays, if you've got heavy periods, you have a marina coil, you'll have an ablation. You're talking about you know a simple procedure down with your GP. Um, I believe you were talking. Someone was talking about access to GPs earlier. Um, so a simple procedure down to your GP or coming in for a day case. 
end back to work in a couple of days time you know that's completely different we wouldn't mm. have believed it we heard about these when we were medical students in the 1990s and we we're kind of going ah sure this is this is amazing and now it's part of our care so this is future-proofing care so we could be in modern uh, modern hospital just like cumh okay we will see i i think the, the political move is behind ratifying it all today and and tomorrow but we shall see what happens professor mary higgins from the national maternity hospital thank you very much for being with us on the opinion line Corks 96 fm Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.